And now the game where somebody who has achieved great things achieves something not so great. It's called Not My Job. Now, if you mention the name Tony Robbins to people, a lot of them will say things like, oh my God, he changed my life. And they mean that in a good way. Tony has been traveling the world for decades, giving his intensive uh, seminars on improving your life. He's written a number of best-selling books, including his latest, Money, Master the Game. Tony Robbins, welcome to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Thanks, Peter. So I, I was, I was, I mean, I've heard about you. My friends are among those who, who have read your books and, 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 and watched your videos and attended your seminars. And, and how does one get into the business you're in of, of being sort of a global life coach to people? Did you start like giving advice in high school? Were you, did like people find you like after school and say, Tony, you know, I, the cheerleader won't date me. What do I do? Or whatever the high school problems were at that, that time. As silly as it sounds, yes. It started with people wanting to lose weight because I was... I'm 6'7 today, but I was 5'1 my sophomore year in high school, and I was fat. And so I turned myself around, and my buddies asked me. It started with that, and then it grew to helping people in the relationships. And I just I became the go-to guy with it. And I got addicted to lighting people up, just seeing people so happy because they rediscovered what they are capable of. And so that became my life's work. Wait, wait, wait. Do you, do you actually claim that you willed yourself into being 6'7"? <laughs> <laughs> No, I tell that, you know, I was 5'1", I'm 6'7", the difference is personal growth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tony, you're known for, for, for taking your preparation really seriously. That's what you teach. What is it like to just relax and take it easy? <laughs> really good. I have, one of my boys is really good at what he calls chilling, and I asked him for some advice today. <laughs> really? I, that, did you have, I mean, when, I, when, when, when they, you got the message, well, they don't want you to prepare, they just want you to relax, you had to seek out advice and counsel on how to relax? <laughs> Yes, Jeez, that's great. I just found a, 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 a job that my son can go into. Yeah, chill coach. Tony, uh, you're obviously very famous for helping people. Do people out in public ever just come up to you and ask for help? Well, the answer is yes. I either get to hear a magnificent story or somebody wants some help, and it's very different than just seeing somebody in a movie and getting an autograph or taking a picture. I remember one specific time years ago, true story, I'm standing uh, at the urinal doing the necessary, and this man starts looking at me and looks at me again, looks at me and goes, oh my God, you're Tony Robbins, oh my God. He goes, I'm suicidal, I need your help. And he turns in the process. No. Towards me. And I'm, I've got this stuff all over my legs. And I said, you know, I think I can help you with that suicide situation. <laughs> I, Tony, do your, do your kids take your advice? Yeah, well, they do. It helps to be six foot seven and not take any Oh, wow. <laughs> You've mentioned, and I know it's true, that among the people you've helped are presidents. Is it true that, like, the people, who, the presidents who call you for help or the major celebrities or the business leaders have the same kind of problems that everybody else, just of a larger Yeah, everybody stand? does. I mean, some people have problems that are on the world stage, but they're still the same problems. They have to do with your inability to perform at the same level you did before or a loss of confidence or a situation where you've got to figure out how to influence people and break through a giant obstacle. So... And in sports, it's, you know, losing that rhythm, you know, finding yourself in a place where you can't do what you've done well forever, and you've got to change it right now. So you know, I get the call when a Serena Williams is, you know, burning down, I've got to turn around right now. Or when the President of the United States, yeah, President Clinton, called me, true story, and says they're going to impeach me in the morning. What should I do? Wait a minute. First, my really? First was, yeah, I did. I said, my first response was, could you call me sooner? <laughs> <laughs> you you should have called me before you ordered that pizza two years ago, you said. I'm sure I'm not the only person he spoke to that night for advice, but I was one of them, yes. And, and when you got that phone call from the President of the United States, who was about to be impeached first time since Andrew Johnson in the 1860s, did you have a moment where you said to yourself, I cannot believe this is happening? 
no, I, I've had I've had plenty of those moments. That wasn't one because he and I already had a strong relationship at that point. But what did you say when Andrew Jackson called you? <laughs> All right, Tony Robbins, we have asked you here to play a game we're calling... What? Oh, sorry, I was resting my eyes. So you're all about turning people into go-getters, so we thought we'd ask you about three stories of incredibly lazy people. Instead of go-getters, say, stay-putters. Get two right, you'll win our prize for one of our listeners, Carl Castle's voice on their voicemail. Bill, who is Tony Robbins playing for? Bill Childs of Austin, Texas. All right, so Bill's got it all riding on you. And by the way, Tony... We encourage you to unleash your power within here as necessary. A power pose might help. I don't know. First question. Some lazy people have at least tried to fight back in their lives against the forces of laziness, such as which of these? Was it A, in 2009, a Montana man put springs and a motor into his lazy boy so it would vault him into a standing position when he pulled the crank? <laughs> B, a woman in Illinois hired a genuine former Chicago mobster to threaten her life whenever she did not get her filing done. Or C, in 2004, a Wisconsin man, fed up with lying around and being lazy, sued the cable TV company for making him that way. Oh, my God. Unfortunately, all three of these are very likely. A and C seem most likely. I'll go with A. You're going to go with A. He rebuilt his lazy boy, so instead of just standing up, he would be launched forward in an upright position. It's a good idea, but it was actually C... See, a Wisconsin man uh, sued Charter Communications for wow. making him fat, slovenly, and lazy by giving him <laughs> such delightful things to watch on TV all day. Welcome to America. I know. It's a great place. All right. Uh, Reddit, which, as you know, is a, is a user-edited website, uh, once asked its users to name the laziest thing they had ever done. Which of these was a real answer? A, the man who tied his dog to his remote control car so he could use that to give his dog a walk from the comfort of his couch. B, the guy who drove in his car from the back of the garage to the front of the garage to get something. Or C, instead of getting up and walking to the refrigerator to get a Coke, he just picked up his phone and ordered one bottle to be delivered from Peapod, the grocery delivery company. And that's right. It was A. The other ones we made up. Uh, the anonymous Redditor with the RC, remote-controlled monster truck, and the dog says, quote, don't judge me. <laughs> All right. If you get this, if you get this last one, you will win our prize for our Hi, Bill. I'm working for you out there, Bill. All right. If you Google laziest person ever, you will probably end up with which of these stories? A, the Navy officer who ordered his ship to change course rather than move in his wardroom seat to get the sun out of his eyes. <laughs> B, a man who was too lazy to get out of bed and eat breakfast every day, so he installed an enormous hopper filled with Cap'n Crunch right above his bed. <laughs> or C, a story about a man who was writing a quiz and did nothing more than Google the phrase laziest person ever. <laughs> You're going to go with B? Yeah. So the guy is a huge hopper filled with Captain Crunch, <laughs> specifically Captain Crunch. And instead of getting up to get breakfast, presumably he would just lay back and pull a chain that would release a flow of Captain Crunch in the manner of a granary, perhaps, or a silo, into his presumably open mouth 
So really, you're going to go with B, is what you're saying. <laughs> Tony? All right, well, change it to A quick before we get out of here. All right, yes, it's A. Thank you very much. The story, which can never be proven, is unbelievably detailed, and it concerns an unnamed officer on an unnamed ship who, after what is apparently a rough night, uh, decides it's easier to tell the ship to change course than to move from his seat in the wardroom as he eats his bagel. Bill, how did Tony Robbins do in our quiz? Well, Tony's a winner, and he was here, too. Two out of three. Congratulations. Well I'm done, Tony. Tony Robbins is a life coach and the author of many best-selling books. His latest New York Times bestseller is Money, Master the Game. Tony Robbins, what a pleasure to talk to you. Thank, Thank you so you much for your time. Thanks, Thank you. Tony. Bye-bye. You're great. They call me lazy. God knows I'm all the time. They call me lazy. 